everybody, and welcome to the Outlast Podcast, brand new podcast. We're going to be talking about every episode of Survivors. And uh, I am Frank, and I'm with my mom, Shirley. Hi, this is Shirley. That's Shirley, all right. So the way this is going to go down is real casual podcast. We're just going to go ahead and um, watch the episode, write down a bunch of notes, discuss it as it happens, and, and everything that happens. Right away, she hits the table. What is my number one rule? Don't hit the table. Right away, she hits <laughs> the table. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like our <clears throat> survivor history. All right. So do you remember our first episodes that we watched? Oh, my God. It's been so many years. Um, I know it's way before Rupert. It was the final four of the first season. I remember. Because it was, it was like, what is this crazy show? And they were out on the uh, beach doing whatever. And it was like, this is nuts. Stuff like that. It got us hooked. The last couple episodes got us hooked. And then uh, we first season we started with the premiere was uh, season two. Out, I think it was Australia. It was season two. So our level of fandom. And I think... In all the years since then, and this is the season thirty seventh season, I think I maybe have missed at most like what six or seven episodes. Right. Yeah. About that. Right. Yeah. Earlier on, we would have a, and I actually tweeted about this, and actually got pretty good reaction out on Twitter on this. Used to have a VHS tape. We had Survivor <laughs> written on it. Yeah. <laughs> Early DVR. Throw it in. Hey, make sure to record it. Frank's new home. Make sure to record it. Miguel's got to catch it. You know, so everybody gets a chance to watch it. So that was good stuff. And then we just watched over time. And, and there are fans that are far bigger. There's, you always hear the term super fan, right? Right. That's not us necessarily because, right. like, like if you were, if I were to describe, oh, hey, guess guess who's going to be on the next, you know, you know, all-star episode? Oh, it's that one guy that did that one thing. Yeah. <laughs> found the idol really fast. Maybe 10 of them, like, you know, the Boston Robs and the oh, yeah. Ruperts and uh, Cochran and stuff like that. We, we know those yeah, ones. Yeah, our major guys, yeah. We, you know, some, some of them are just like, oh, yeah, he's that one that found the idol. I'm trying to remember the actual one that found the idol all the time. Russell? Oh yeah, he was yeah. awesome. Yeah, since that that's our level, yeah. guys. He was so, good. I know there are fans that are less <laughs> than us, and then there are fans that are har- hardcore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's go and talk about this season and what it's about. So this is the thirty seventh season of Survivors, and it is David versus Goliath. And right off the bat, one thing I noticed about the tribes is it was a lot less. I thought it was gonna be like strength versus weakness, like right, like just strong people. Mm-hmm. What did you think about when you first saw the tribes? Yeah, I thought so too, but um, it seems like it's mainly like people that are privileged and then yeah. ones that were not so privileged that worked hard yeah. for what they have. So they have um, like more of a will, more of a drive. I don't know. They've it, been through the struggles. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was going to be, you know, the strength versus the, the strong versus the weak type yeah. of thing too, yeah. but not necessarily so. Which reminds me back of the brains versus bronze mm-hmm. versus beauty, right. I think it was called. Um, which I, I guess, yeah, they would just use that title again. I liked it. I just was taken aback because I had just assumed. I had only seen a couple of the bios. It's kind of hard to tell. Like, yeah, that dude looks strong. He should be on Goliath. Mm-hmm. I'm, ta- I'm looking at Pat right now, who should have been on Goliath, but he's actually David. Right. And then you see what their interpretation of David versus Goliath is. Oh, no. Okay, I see. Pat went through the struggles. And mm-hmm. then so he became a David. Uh, so it took a bit to get used to that, but I... I quickly understood it and I saw how much it changes their social aspect. Right. Like you saw how much David crew, because of the, the, the trials and tribulation they went through much tighter knit people. Yeah, definitely. And then like on the Goliath tribe, it was each man for himself. Right. They, they all went out, look for the idol right away. They just, yeah, definitely just for themselves. Yeah. And they didn't bother with that shelter and they were sitting in the rain. 
you know, because of it. So right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's what we're looking at. That's that's the whole point of this season is David versus Goliath. And this episode's title was Appearances Are Deceiving. Funny how that's the name of the, t- the title of the episode because right away I was just like, what's Mike doing over there with the Goliaths? He's, he's a little scrawny guy, you know. <laughs> and yet he was the first one out looking for an idol. He you was. Know? He and, was not messing around. And it's like, okay, yeah, he was awesome on Amazing Race. I loved him on Old School. Right. And he, he actually wrote, wrote it and he wrote uh, Nacho Libre too. So it was pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, there's a couple of them. Pat was my example for, for David, who just like, mm, not much of a David, but okay. Yeah. And then you, you, you understand what's going on. And so it's pretty great. Uh, what was your overall feeling so far of the, of the show? Just before we get into the details, just the feeling of how well they did on this episode. Um, I think it's going to be good. There's a lot of different personalities, which yeah. I think is going to be really nice. Um, their um, professions are quite different. Yeah. So I think we're going to see, you know, very, very different types of people, which might be interesting, you know, all of them living together. So yeah, yeah. I think it'll be good. It's funny that you mention professions. That's always kind of like the thing I look at. And I'm like, okay, what does this guy do? Oh, he's a yeah, tow truck driver. I, I just trust him more <laughs> yeah. than like the guy who's like an investment banker or something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't know money. Yeah, I don't trust this. Yeah. <laughs> this, is witch, this is witchcraft. So, <laughs> all right. So we start off, start off pretty early on with the reward challenge. As soon as they get on that boat, it's reward challenge time. What did you think of how that went down? Like how they set up the reward challenge? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't know that I like it on the boat like that. You know, I, I prefer it out on the land because they mm-hmm. kind of do a bigger reward cha- challenge. It kind of was a small one yeah. because they didn't have the space, but I thought it turned out pretty good. See, I thought the other way around. I, th- I liked it being on the boat. I liked the idea of it being, they were actually like using, like the one, like when Christian um, and uh, Lyrsa. Right. We're going to mm-hmm. get the names down as time goes on. We have all our pictures, but yeah. <laughs> Um, when they were like swinging on the outside of the boat to like try to climb through, mm-hmm. I like that aspect. It was kind of like rigging of the boat, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I really liked how they had to kind of like, um, the way they balanced out the, the, the tribes because there was mm-hmm. still a physical, more physical aspect to the Goliath tribe. And so when they had them like, oh, you choose the weakest, you guys choose the strongest. And then David got to choose which did what puzzles. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a really smart design. Yeah. Yeah, so he yeah. really kind of leveled everything out. Christian was amazing with his puzzle. He was. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, of all things, <laughs> he designs the slide puzzle. Uh, yeah, the algorithms. Algorithm. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. So, that was um, crazy. so we get him onto the boat. We're doing we're doing our challenge. And what do you think of the of uh, of of the outcome of the challenge? Do you think it was kind of fair? Did you think it? Um, do you think so? So what I'm trying to say is, it, to me, it was clear that they're trying to prove that David would win this, because they got to choose who did what, while Goliath just used brute force of like judging a book by its cover. Again, the title of the episode. Right. So David got to choose how the the actual th- the pathing went, the strategy mm-hmm. won out. Mm-hmm. Do you think they kind of it was fair the way they did that? I to me, I almost felt like they they're leaning in the editing. They're leaning towards David as the heroes of the show and Goliath as the villains. Yeah, I, I agree because with David choosing um, like what part of the um, path to take, yeah. you know, the, the certain challenges that they need to do, they knew where their strengths were. Yeah. So, you know, Christian knew to go with the puzzle yeah. and then, you know, they ended up with the reward, which right. was the uh, material for their shelter. So While Goliath was forced to judge by the book, by the cover of the book. Right. So it's kind of like a... 
they had a bit of a narrative they wanted to reach. They kind of made the challenge work for their favorite so that David could win it. Mm-hmm. There was a chance. I'm sure there's a chance of her. I'm not saying that it was rigged at all. I'm just saying it was kind of made to where David is going to win this thing. And so I kind of felt like while it did work out pretty evenly in the long run, and the fact that Christian designed the, the algorithms, that was a huge advantage. But, yeah. you know, it just kind of felt like, uh, I can see what you guys are trying to get through, you know. Yeah. Right away, Jeff had a speech right afterwards, like, see, guys, I told you. It was like, yeah. okay, yeah. well, if you told us, then you knew what was going to happen. Exactly, yeah. So um, so then we get we get the full shelter kit as the reward. And I thought that was a huge reward, right? Yeah, that really is. That's pretty good. Because half the day, the first day, you guys are just building your shelter. You get the kind of uh, a vibe of everybody from the building the shelter. And we had a little less of that on the, on the, I was going to call them the nerd tribe already. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> on the David tribe because, well, they already have their kit. But in the Schultzner building process, what kind of personalities did you see pop up? Um, I really saw that they were very nurturing. Like, you know, as they were on making the, the yeah, yeah, on the David side. As they were making the shelter, like they were making sure to put a lot of the um, palm trees of palm yeah. leaves or whatever on top and they were even asking the others you know is that does it seem like that's you know keeping the rain off or whatever and they were yeah. all working really good together teamwork all around yeah here. yeah so i really think i don't know i think the david tribe is going to do well I, and i think a lot of that again is from their their struggles you know mm-hmm. so so you see that kind of pop up that that they know that like if teamwork gets through things better than right. going it alone because right. they haven't been able to do that you know mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty neat and then, and then we saw kind of a leader pop up, and that was Pat. Right. He was kind of, but what I liked about how Pat was leading was he was being bossy, and they all noted that. Yeah. But he was hands on. He was being bossy right. while he's sitting there holding, you know, his frame up over here and holding that up. Exactly. Or remember, you, we were noting how he's reaching on the tree and he was cutting him down himself. When right. He was reaching too far. Oh yeah. <laughs> it know? looked like he was going down. Yeah. You yeah. know, I I thought for sure he was going down. <laughs> so he was he was being bossy, but. It was it was being effective and he was doing it. And then even later on, Carl noted like, yeah, he's being bossed the first day, but I'm dry right now. So yeah, I was like, exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> Got to keep that guy around. <laughs> so on the opposite side, the other tribe, what do we have over there? What Any personalities you saw stand out? Well, definitely uh, Natalie. Yeah. She uh, She's got on was her back just instantly. barking orders, did not lift a finger. Yeah, they they really didn't like her to start with, you know, because yeah. it would be okay if you're giving orders, if you're right there helping out. But she wasn't lifting a finger. She just yeah kept telling them what to do. So that definitely was something. The rest of them were working well, but. Yeah. Well, in Natalie's defense, too, one thing I, I, I thought was, and she had mentioned was, she works with a lot of young people, and she's the elder of that tribe. There's, mm-hmm. you know, they, they noted that. And so the way she was handling them, I, I noticed that she was less about being mean and more about, you need to stay focused. Why don't yeah. you go grab that? Like, there was the two girls that were talking, whatever. She's like, the palm trees can go right behind you guys and stuff like that. Like, right. So I felt like, yeah, when you, when you see her talk, she's like, okay, I get this. She's someone, because, I, I, you know, back when I worked in retail, you'd have, like, a big age gap between mm-hmm. high management and and the associates that come come and go real fast that are working right. through college, and the, the difference is the high management understands that like these people are just not paying attention. They're they're not taking this job seriously. Mm-hmm. I have something to do. I need to make sure that we have a sleeping shelter tonight. Right. So while I and all the criticism towards Natalie was coming from the youngest member, so I kind of felt like it was like, gosh, leave me alone, boss or mom yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it was like, yeah, but she is keeping you guys focused. So I think. In, in comparison to Pat, they're just two different management styles. Right. Pat's hands-on and barking orders. And while, I mean, like Christian fell in line really well, because I think that's how Christian designed. Right. 
Natalie was barking orders, but it was almost more of like a, hey, stay focused, get on task, let's do this. I think she could have been a little more hands-on. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. See, I've noticed, I mean, to me, like from past episodes, if you are one of the older people on the show, you kind of have to really get out there and show that you're going to be a part of the team, that you have something to add. Yeah. You know, more than some of the others. And because sometimes Natalie. the older one just gets voted out right away. So, I mean, you got to show your skills. And to me, her just standing back. And I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, she felt that that was her strength. But I think if she continues, she's probably going to be out pretty quick. And see, it's not even necessarily something I think she was consciously doing. I think that's just how she is when she works with people. I think. Yeah. Because she, she runs uh, one of the biggest newspapers on the West Coast. And... In doing that, that means you're dealing with a lot of interns, a lot of uh, new journalists and stuff like that. Right. And and the way journalism works nowadays, it's a lot of social media and stuff. So that means that she's just totally surrounded by young people. Right. And I, I bet she kind of has to deal with that all the time. So I bet she's not even conscious that she's doing that. She's just like, these dang young kids are goofing around out here. Right. I'm getting cold. Let's get some, well, let's get <laughs> yeah. some cover over us. <laughs> so I think it's something that's just happening naturally to her. And I'm hoping it doesn't put a target on her back, but you know it is just because she's surrounded by too many people that are too bullheaded that are not going to take orders. Right. She would do good in the other tribe. Yeah, she actually <laughs> she would, would. Yeah. She would lead them well. <laughs> so, okay. So we had the, we had them building their, their sh- uh, shelters and everything like that. And I feel like our leaders were patting Natalie out of that phase. And, and of course, that's huge targets on your guys' backs. Always is. Mm-hmm. Very, unless, you, unless you do that while you're building an alliance real fast. Mm-hmm. And those two, I didn't see running around building right. alliances real fast. Right. Uh, yeah, not at all. What of your what alliances did you see early on that you were already liking? The, the budding alliances that you're like, okay, these two duos or trios, I could see going far. Um, there was uh, Christian and Gabby that were the what they called the nerd alliance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and Gabby says they're nerd whispers. <laughs> so that was kind of cute. Uh, is it Lyrsa? Lyrsa? I think it's Lyrsa, yeah. We'll learn as the show goes on. And Elizabeth were also, you know, off talking and and about being in an alliance. And I liked how they were real, like, opposites attract kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah. So, um, they might be good. Yeah, they were saying, oh, there's no way people would expect us to be in an alliance. Yeah, that was kind of cute, you know. Um, there was quite a few that went off talking, you know, uh, Bai and Jessica... Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jessica went off talking to Carl and Carl and Davey. So it's hard to say this early on, which ones will actually have an alliance. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they go off talking, but they flip so quick in the beginning. Yeah. It, it, there was, there was one of them in particular. Um, I think it was Carl that I saw talking to a few different ones talking about, oh, even more than him was, um, was it Dan? No, sorry. We're learning all the names. It's Alec. Alec was all over the place. Yeah. He was making wheel and do it. To me, it felt like he thinks he's too smart. Yeah. Which is going to get you burnt. Yeah. Every time. I think he was the one that was saying he doesn't even want to waste his energy on doing the shelter. He wants You're to right. work more yeah. on, on the relationships, you know. Yeah, which which I get it. I get what <laughs> you think you're doing. Yeah. But in the end, it just comes down to like, sometimes they vote people out just because they can't stand being around them. Right. Or, hey, you're lazy. Those will come bite you. I understand on paper right now your energy is more efficient going into relationships. But when it's raining as hard as it is, and it was raining hard this episode. Yeah. That's going to come back and bite you. Right. And and like I'm, and he's like, he was giving the cutesy names to the alliances and, oh, the thoroughbreds. 
when he's talking to Elizabeth, which is um, clearly a reference to like the horses and thoroughbred horses. I'm like, come on, dude, you're way too shallow. Yeah, you know. So it's 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 paper thin. It's gonna they're gonna see right through that as soon yeah. as as soon as something falls apart, it's gonna be all. Well, and that's the thing, you know these these people on the show they they're all big fans. So if you're a person that just lays back because you don't want to use your energy or things like that, they're going to have you figured out quick. They've oh, yeah. watched Survivor for many years. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna see your game pretty quick. Yeah. Some of these people are at the age where they grew up on it. They, it's been around since they've been around. So, right. you know, 37 seasons, some of these younger, there's a 19-year-old. She's been alive as long as the show has been. Yeah. Natalie, sure. <laughs> I believe she's in her 50s. Not 50. She, she was high 50s, I think, or maybe low. Yeah, I think 57. I think you're right. Yeah, we have the ages here. But she, yeah, but she's, I, I'm really starting to like her too. The more we talk about her, it's, it's funny how like your opinions change as you talk about them, you know? Yeah. So we always choose our favorites and at the end we'll review our favorites. <laughs> so and they may change is what I got written down. <laughs> um, so of the early, but as the early alliances that I'm seeing, I think I'm a big fan of the, of uh, the, the uh, Christian and uh, Gabby one. Yeah. I think that's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's just, and then I don't know, it's it's kind of the, there was a little bit of time where um, Mike and um, Natalie were talking. Mm-hmm. You, when Mike, so we'll talk about that here right now. When everybody was sitting there complaining about Natalie, Mike's like, "Hey, you guys go ahead and complain. I'm out. I'm gonna go find the idol." That's a smart guy. That's what you need to be doing. That's where you're. you're as long as you can do it, like, "Oh, I'm gonna go find my shoes," like he said, or "I'm gonna go grab water." That's classic. I'm gonna go grab some water. You know. Yeah. He needs to be finding some idols and stuff like that. And. I liked how they were complaining about Natalie, so she was kind of off on her own. But then later on, you found out that Natalie's the one that told Mike, hey, they're talking about you. Yeah. So that tells you a couple things. First off, Natalie probably knows they're talking about her, too, at some point. Right. So she's not she's not dumb. She just knows, like, let them get their thing out of the way. I'm really starting to like Natalie the more I talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw something of the two of them almost like, hey, heads. It's So it's the, the phrase that came into my head as soon as I saw this happening was game recognizing game. Like, hey, buddy, you did a good job. Yeah. And even he's like, oh, I was getting my shoes. The look on her face is like, yeah, sure you are. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, nice shoes. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. I'm just giving you a heads up. So yeah. I kind of hope those two kind of have a an understanding with each other and can get on the same team. If those two can get on the same team and grab a couple of the young ones around them, yeah. that's a solid team that, right there. That would be a really good alliance, yeah. So then it took some time, and then we saw that they understood, Goliath understood because they're, they're not real teammates oriented let's all go find idols Mm -hmm. right and one of the things they did different this year already we can tell and and we're going to talk a lot about editing in this podcast because it's how they decide to show us the episodes and so we have to kind of really see past it sometimes to understand what's going on Mm -hmm. one of the things they did is they showed they showed everybody searching for the idol and then they revealed that it was dan (laughs) again with the names dan already had the idol and so you're kind of like well, how? Did I miss something? And, and I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that yeah. felt like, did we fast forward too much through the commercials, you know, right. or whatever. And then they did the, the the recap where he's kind of doing a talking through of it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How did you feel of them doing it that way? Yeah, I, I think they should have showed him finding the idol. Uh, supposedly he found it with Natalia and Kara. But yeah, I didn't like that they didn't show us. Well, they, they did show us, but they first it. revealed... Yeah, and then, and then him talking back. and showing us. Yeah, but so so what normally would happen, and it and it almost feels like oh, this always happens this way. So I kind of see why they're trying to change it because it's always like he's searching, and we don't see that the, there's 48 hours that they edit out, you know, or however long they edit out of this person actually searching the forest. 
So he's like, oh, he's searching. Okay, of course, he looks at the one tree that looks a little different. He finds the idol. You know, yeah. as as viewers, we're experts on how to find idols at this point, <laughs> right. right? So we're like, he's the one looking underneath the bridge. It's always underneath the bridge. It's always yeah. by the water. It's always by, you know, we know. In a tree. Yeah, that weird looking tree. First thing you do when you land on these islands, look for weird trees. Yeah. Number one rule. <laughs> and so it's so like, I understand why they're trying something different, but I, I felt like the way they're doing this one where they like, oh, look, I have the idol trick, you know, and it's like, yeah. okay, hold on, I missed something. So I almost feel like we need to rewind. And it was, this, it was the first of two times I felt like that during this episode. Yeah, so I just, I personally didn't care for that. I, yeah. I appreciate them trying something new. I just didn't care for the yeah. way they did that. I really liked in past seasons how they would hide the idol in a challenge. That was that always was good. That was so much fun, you know, because yeah. while the challenge is going on, they've got to make sure nobody sees them and be able to get it. And it just, it put a little more edge to it. You know, I, I really liked that. Yeah. Hopefully they come back with that at some point. Another thing I, I noticed, uh, talking about personalities and and everything like that, like we were doing earlier, Dan, I feel like he is focused on girls too much. Oh my God, he's so full of himself. Real quick. <laughs> you know, usually the handsome ones are my favorite, I yeah, gotta say. It's usually pretty easy. You don't even need the actual show. You just look through a bunch of pictures and you're like, oh yeah, him? Exactly. And I looked if he at doesn't him, win SWAT that one. team, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah right, yeah, But yeah, yeah. yeah when right. you see him, he's just like, so full of himself and and he's like trying to get married and, on this and, island it's like yeah. have you never seen the show before <laughs> liking people means you're out yeah. it's it yeah it's a killer there's yeah. one relationship that's come out of this thing alive and it's amber and rob and it was kind of a post relationship with those exactly. two they've been yeah. they were professionals at the game already at the time right. that they they got into each other and uh now they got i think it's four girls or whatever. you gotta follow them on twitter it's, yeah. it's they're, they're, oh, rob's one of the funnest awesome. people to follow on twitter yeah they were great on amazing race too yeah that's true yeah. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the new Amazing Race coming up because I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I feel like, Dan, they're setting him up to be the players, the the the, the player, you know, he's, he's trying all these girls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He had a lot, a big monologue about his weight loss in the beginning. Right. So, one of two things are going to happen with Dan. He's either going to become a leader of a big alliance. We see that happen a lot when they do, when they give somebody too much screen time. Or he's going to be out and it's going to be a big dramatic out. I'm hoping it's number two. Not that it gets Dan. <laughs> But I really like the idea of like these, because because first he was talking to, to one girl. He was talking to Kara, to Kara, to Kara. They were talking about Kara because it's Supergirl, but Kara. And and then he was talking about, oh, it was with pretty girls. So he's talking about both girls now. So it's kind of like, okay, dude, yeah, we get it. And and so I kind of feel like it'd be great if the girls alliance took him out or something like that. Just a real good kind of completion yeah. to his story, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Any other person, your personality you think stood out as like this guy's going to be a target, this girl's going to be a target? You know. Like um, that? I really liked uh, that Davy like got an octopus right away. I yeah, think, he was so I excited think he about might that. Be really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen much of him yet, but I'm hoping he's really good. I mean, I think the octopus yeah. screen time was his biggest screen time because right afterwards right. he had a monologue where. Uh, you know, face to face with the camera, and he was talking about how much he's a geek and stuff like that, and nerd, and of course I, I gravitate to those ones, <laughs> and um, and then him and, and you could see that him and uh, Christian were really getting, on, which Christian has been kind of like labeled the nerd, exactly, yeah, <laughs> so for sure. so you expected that of him, and then Davey's like, I'm a nerd too, <laughs> you know, so it was great. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So I really like that. Any other any other personalities you really saw popping out, either that were like. Big personality moments or something that like, okay, that's going to get you guys targeted. Like I was thinking with Dan with the women, that's going to mm-hmm. get him targeted. Stuff like that. I don't know about John. You know, he's the one that's the pro wrestler. Yeah. Um, 
talks about that a lot. He does. So, you know, I kind of want to know what else is going on with him. It's funny. He may be great. Him. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. but right I'm away, just kind of wondering like him. about him. Yeah. But then when he had that, the second time that he was, he was talking a lot was a, was the whole, um, oh, when they, when I go down to Mexico, I play the, the dumb American and stuff like that. And then you're like, this guy is smarter than he puts on. Right. Because he, he knows, and he talked about all the, the wrestler names. And so there's two ways of looking at that. There's like, okay, this guy's bragging about all these wrestling names. Right. It's like, no, no, no. I think what it is, he knows he's just an actor. And so he's, he's like, I portray all these names of like that, like almost boasting about how funny it is that he plays. Instead of like, oh, I am this and I am that, like bragging about it. Yeah. I think it's more like, because the way he finishes it off where he's like, yeah, they hate me down there. It's, I think he's good. <laughs> yeah. I think he gets it. I think he's. So I went from not liking him in the beginning, because in the beginning they made all of all of the Goliaths look like jerks. Right. And then about mid-show, I was like, ah, this guy I'm starting to warm up to. I could see that he might be smart, might go on pretty yeah. far. I think he's going to have a very strong personality and, you know, one of the major players. But yeah, not really sure about him yet. Yeah. If I'm going to like him or not. Yeah. All right, so then we get on to the immunity challenge. Okay. What did you think of the immunity challenge? Did you think it was how it was set up? Um, I thought it was pretty good. There, it was like majorly raining, yeah. so that was crazy. The rain that they were getting, but um, Goliath did a really good job. Two of their first ones that that came out the gate went really fast. It, for well, it was a really physical challenge, which I think favors them. So that mm-hmm. helped out a lot. And I thought maybe in the rain that wouldn't matter at all because people are gonna be slipping and sliding. But they were still they were on their feet. They were moving. They did a really good job. Yeah. Thought it was pretty good. One thing is, is Carl, boy, he got wiped out, didn't he? Oh my gosh, that poor guy. I felt bad for him. Yeah, he was getting tore up. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was something else. And then when they got to the puzzle phase, and that's, and I thought, okay, well, well, first thing I was noticing is Goliath again. It's a theme that's going to be, I think, going to be running with this whole show until they merge, or or shake up the tribes, which probably will happen first. Is Goliath is a bunch of heroes that are all solo, you know, by themselves, and then you got the the Davids that are like, let's work together and stuff like that. Cause you mm-hmm. saw the Davids that are like catching up quick. As soon as they got past that first initial hit, yeah. they're moving fast. They're working quick together. The, uh, passing the, um, the blocks. Well, the pole, when they passed the pullback. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They had a hiccup at the beginning, but then they're like going quick. Everybody's going pretty yeah. good. And then when they got to the puzzle, they put Christian up there, who's already a puzzle genius. Right. He was calling him out. And then you had Pat back there pushing him. He's, he's the brute of, of, of David. And I thought, these guys have got it. These guys are great at this. Right. Goliath, they had a big head start. They just kept trucking along. Yeah. I don't think if they had the head start, they probably would have done very yeah. well. Because, okay. you know, I think David is strong with with the people that they have working together. Yeah. And puzzles, you know, is is Christian strength. So They got know, that burst they... of momentum. That might be something that always keeps them ahead. Yeah. Because they, they have that, that fire. If it's always a physical, because that's typically, if you think about it, a lot of the challenges are always that way. It's a physical then to the puzzle. Right. So they may always work that way where they always just need to get the head start so that they have more time on the puzzles. Right. This might be a really well designed yeah. <laughs> yeah. season. It's, it really seems like it's going to be a good season. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the, yeah, the insane rain, I was trying to make sure that all my notes caught up and that was a biggie for me. Okay. So we get done with the challenge and Goliath wins and that was expected. Okay. And so then it's okay. So that means David's going to tribal council. They went to commercial. And then here's, here's the second time the edit threw me off. And, and it took me a second. I was so thrown off. And then I was like, oh, I understand why. So we come back from commercial right away. We're showing waves and water for a couple little bit of B-roll shots. 
And then we see that they're bringing Pat off medical, bringing him off off the boat onto the sand. Okay, did I miss something? Should I rewind? Did that kind of throw you off in the beginning? That really did. I mean, he just came off in a stretcher and it was like, okay, do we yeah. fast forward or what happened? Yeah. You know? Well, because I think Cause... most of us fast forward past commercials. We might exactly. go a too far, come back a little bit. <laughs> and I did go back up until, you know, yeah. so I saw the waves in the B-roll. Yeah, so we didn't see the actual incident where they were coming back on the boat and getting yeah. these big waves and you know, hurt his back. So. so that threw us off, but that edit I feel was mandatory. And, and the reasoning is because they don't keep cameras on the boats and they don't expect True. for there to be an issue on the boat. Yeah. You know, so sometimes they'll do like when they're rolling in or whatever, they'll do like the, Oh look, they're all just looking off into the sunset or whatever, that kind of mm-hmm. shots, you know, but I don't think they plan on it. Cause it was just a return back from the challenge. And even Jeff was saying this happens all the time. We don't expect it to be a problem. Exactly. And yeah. so what happened for those who, uh, who uh, don't remember or whatever, is there was already rough weather. We saw all the rain and stuff like that. So the, the sea was a little bit choppier than normal. Boat hits a wave, goes up, comes down real hard, and he actually fractured a piece in his back. So that's that's going to be painful. And uh, they're bringing him off on the stretchers, and it was it was one of the worst medical emergencies that I've seen yet. Oh, yeah, definitely. His response to it. He was mm-hmm. in a level of pain that I just, it hurt to watch him be in that pain. Yeah. And then he said the line, and it was pretty fast. We got this, him coming off, and... And 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 uh, the his tribe's reaction. Do you notice how much they? Oh yeah, they were all just you know so sad and some in tears already. Yeah. And we're you know day three. So, yeah. You know, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. They're, so, they're a very close tribe. And it, it was something that Jeff said later earlier on. He said, and I wrote it down. He says, of all the tribes for this to happen to, it's the David tribe. Yeah. Is exactly. And so this is actually going to make them stronger. The way these people work, this is only going to make them better. Yeah. It's funny because. If you think the Goliath tribe, again, they'd be like, one less competition. Yeah. I don't have to go to tribal tonight. Sweet. Right. David, you could tell that wasn't really in what their minds right now. Yeah. It was like, oh, this poor guy tried so hard to get on the show. They know the the difficulty of getting on the survivors. And he's, you know, so it was unfortunate. And then one line that that, uh, Pat himself said, and it it felt really terrible. He says, you can't take me. I can't leave. Yeah. And so Jeff had explained to him, that's where you're not leaving the medical is taking you out. Right. So, you know, it, you felt really bad for him. And I hope they can, because of the scenario where it wasn't his fault for going out, it wasn't his problem, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I hope there's a chance for him to come back. I hope so. He wasn't on long and I already, midway, because I wrote my favorites as the show was going on because they were changing so fast. Midway, he was my favorite in there somewhere. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was it was too, too bad. So, because he was uh, knocked off the show because of medical, no tribal council. Right. Saved saved us from tribal council. They did receive a piece of flint, though, which is nice. That's always kind of the perk for being, unfortunately, in tribal council, you know. Right. And with all that rain, thank yeah. God, because they were freezing the night before. Yeah, they'd be sitting out there huddled around their little fire out there. Yeah. Basically it. So we didn't have any... Normally what we'll talk about, we'll talk about all that pre-vote drama that happens and all the discussions and alliances and switching and flipping... Didn't happen this time. Unfortunately, it ended with heartfelt goodbye to Pat. Hopefully we see him again soon. So at the end of that, what was your overall thoughts? Now that we've talked about all the details and everything like that, overall thoughts of just this episode? I loved it. I I really think it's going to be a good season. Yeah. Some things were a little bit different, like we were saying, you know, challenges are a little bit different. But um, it just, it seems like a really good cast. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. There's already several that you know, I really want to get to know their personalities, yeah, you yeah. know, they're very intriguing. So I think it's really going to be a good season. I think you're right. And it's funny because it seems like every year when they ever, you know, at the tri- at the finale of the show, they announce the next show. 
And if you're like me, you're always hoping it's just some sort of all-stars. Just bring back somebody. A couple of the people oh, I know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Can, how, Rupert can get back on here, right? Yeah, Boston Rob, be, come on. He's not very old. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> you know, he's like a professional poker player now. Oh, really? That's like his thing now. He's always going to these big professional poker poker tournaments. You he win a million stop dollars. for a little bit and go on Survivors. Right. Take a break. He doesn't need it, but, you know. Last time he was on Survivors, he was like cutting down a coat because he's like, I'm too old for this. I want to hang with my daughter's like, no, you're not. No, four I more know. seasons. Hang in there. <laughs> so, yeah, I do like the cast a lot. And I think the tri-balance is the best I've seen in a long time. Right. I think so, too. And it's funny because before I was, remember the movie first started, I was like, wait a minute. This this isn't strong versus weak. This, what is this? You know, but it takes a whole flip. So then you see like, and it, hey, oh my goodness. Look how we full circle. Name of the episode, Appearances Are Deceiving. Yeah. And that's exactly it. For sure. This is actually yeah. going to be one of the best ones, I think. This is going to yeah. be a really good season. I agree. Yep. So th- I think this is a really good episode. Our preview for the next episode, it looks like we have three main storylines we're looking at. Natalie versus everybody on our tribe. Right. She's getting heated. Everybody's getting heated with her. The next thing is there's drama in the David tribe. Now, this is our happy-go-lucky tribe. Looks like they're going to be complaining with each other. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much that'll be patched together. And then out of that, we have our third storyline for the next season or next episode. Christian takes charge. Yeah, I wonder how that's <laughs> going to be. <laughs> right away, he's like, oh, he's like trying to solve like a math problem. Like, that's not going to go well. That's going to alienate somebody. You'll have a remainder in this math problem. And they're the ones that will swing vote for something. Don't do this like a math problem. So... <laughs> Come on, Christian. <laughs> and you can tell that he could just talk for days. I mean, when oh, he gets yeah. started. Well, he even you know, did like a little fast forward thing. Point, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got a few questions I want to go over. If you were in Survivor right now and you're to join one of these two tribes, which tribe would you want to join? I think I would want to be on David only yeah. because I like the way that they're really tight and they're like hungry for it you know yeah. they're willing to work for it they're enjoying survivor yeah, <laughs> yeah i think if i was on goliath they'd be like hey you know you're on your own if you don't cut it you're you're done you yeah. know yeah so, totally totally yeah definitely david i think i gotta agree with you on that too david it's definitely the, the best one all right and who is the most dangerous person out there so far schemer <laughs> well, Pat when he was on the tree <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, you know, um, I think Natalie is going to be somebody to really... If she survives next week, yeah. If she does, you know, she's going to be hard to beat, I think. Yeah. I'm worried that they don't realize Dan's playing them. Or not Dan, I'm sorry, not Dan. Dan Um, is our SWAT guy. Yeah, Alec. (laughs) If they don't see that Alec is playing them all, he will be dangerous. Yeah. Because he's purposely making... Little cutesy friendships with everybody. Mm-hmm. And if those pile up in the right way, he'll be unstoppable. It could also be, it's a house of cards. It could be real tall, but it'll fall over. Oh, know? yeah. Just lie low for a while. You know, those are the ones that get in at the end, too. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Make friends, but just. I know. think, see, the thing that I'm, and it's only been one episode so far, I think his personality is too big for that. I don't think he'll lie low. I think he'll make some sort of statement or he'll become overbearing and they'll target him. Yeah. And then they'll be like, Oh, wait, I thought you and me had a special relationship, and I see that you got, you know, Team Thoroughbred over there or whatever, you know, yeah. that's going to just fall apart that's on That's true. That's true. All right. Our last one, and this is the this is the thing for 37, well, 36, because the first one didn't really count. 36 seasons, we always <laughs> have our favorite man and woman. This time, we're going to do things differently. You're going to choose. Do you have them? <laughs> no, I don't have my favorites yet. <laughs> I want to know your favorite David and your favorite Goliath. And okay. I kind of want to do favorite man and woman, so- too, but favorite David and Goliath. <laughs> I'm going to say my favorite David, I mean, David is Davey. 
Ah, oh, dang, that was one. He just, you know, the way he's already like getting the octopus and out there trying to. He's already bursting full of joy. You're yeah. excited to watch what happens to yeah. him. Yeah, so he's pretty cool. I like him. Um, as far as Goliath, I I love Mike. You You're know, killing he's... me. This is my list. <laughs> he's so awesome, but I do think he put a target on his back by going out and looking for the idol so quickly. That is literally my two. That's <laughs> because we always watch the show together. <laughs> All right, so know. I'm going to change mine up because I don't want to copy you. <laughs> Although I'm thinking you looked at my list and my notes. I'm just nope. saying. So over our discussion, I had become a Natalie fan. So I'm going to go, my favorite Goliath is Natalie. And before, a lot of things, my favorite thing, my favorite was Pat. But if Christian can come out of next week alive, I'm going to go Christian. I really do like Christian. If he takes charge, though, I'm worried that he's going to take charge and then just alienate people. But... If he doesn't alienate people, because I, I know people of that personality to where they they get too much in their head and then people are just like, I don't understand what you're doing, so I'm just going to stay over here. If he doesn't do that, I think we're good. So I'm going to go Christian. I'm going to go Natalie. I said Natalie. Is it Natalie? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I think that's a good pick. All right. So we got our favorites. We'll see how they go for the whole season. I'll have to bet some money on this. I don't know. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I... I don't know. You got my two. You got Davey and Mike. I like I those know. two so much. They're it good. just really depends. They haven't said a whole lot about Davey, so I'm kind yeah. of curious what his story is. You well, know? just a little bit that he had, it was like, I can hang out with that guy. He's got yeah. a good personality. He's obviously a, a geek like me, so that's perfect. Yeah, I was like, that guy's cool. So yeah. I, I did think he was pretty cool. But Natalie, I think she's way smarter than anybody's given her credit for. Yeah. I think she's super smart, so I'm, I'm excited to see where she goes. Okay, and then one thing, last thing I want to mention before the end of this episode. Well, we'll go over a couple things. First off, we're going to go ahead and release an episode, ideally every Thursday. So you watch the episode on Wednesday and you're itching to hear about more about it. Well, that's us. We're going to talk to you guys about the episode. And then we're going to, if this goes over well, it's going to be a real casual thing for us. If it goes over well, we'll go into Amazing Race too. We'll do Amazing Race episodes as well. <laughs> that face already. She's already worried about it. But I want to talk about Amazing movie. Race. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, that's right. It, the Amazing Race, I want to say the title, I forgot already, is, Ama- yeah, no, I remember now, Amazing Race Reality Clash, okay? And the idea of the new Amazing Race season coming up is that it's Big Brother, which is okay, <laughs> Survivor, and Amazing Race All-Stars, all together doing an Amazing Race That's episode. That's going to be awesome. Oh, super cool. So right away, we looked into who's going to be the Amazing Race people, or the, uh, the uh, survivors on the show, and... Again, because this is who we are, we're like, it's those two girls that did that one thing, and <laughs> it's that one guy who was a cop, and then like that, the guy was redhead that was with them, and I really liked the two of them, but then it's, oh yeah, and it's Rupert and his wife. <laughs> we know that Oh, name. heck yeah. We know who we're rooting for. We are Team Rupert all the way. <laughs> for so sure. So we're looking forward to that, and um, we will bring you episodes on that too. And I think that's about it, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Want to do, want to say goodbye to everybody? Any sign-offs? Um, bye everybody. This has been great. I hope you enjoy Survivor. Uh, looks like it's going to be a great season. Yeah, I'm excited for the season. All right, guys. See you later.